going on everybody welcome into another edition of the daily energy news beat stand up here on this gorgeous thursday may 25th 2023 as always i'm your humble correspondent michael tanner coming to you from an undisclosed location here in dallas texas joined by the executive producer of the show the purveyor of the show and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website energynewsbeat.com Stuart turley my man how we doing today it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood man we got us another whopper of a show there's some absolutely insane things have happened to first up on the menu for today. This one is probably one of the crazier stories we've had in a few months. Climate protesters dragged away from shell shareholder meeting, quote, go to hell. This is an absolutely wild story about what went on at today's Shell shareholder meeting. Stu will dive into all of the juicy details. Next up, Beijing and Washington are battling over Africa's green future. This is really you know, surrounding the context of, of Africa is becoming one of the most critical players in the new energy future. They have a lot of obviously uh, rare earth and critical minerals that are very, that are much, um, that have a lot to do with this quote unquote new green economy. They also have a lot of natural gas and it's very interesting how things are being sliced up. Stu will cover those geopolitical matters. Next up, this one's spooky guys. S&P Global warns that a U.S. global default would wreck havoc on global energy markets. Done, done, done. I don't think this really comes as a surprise to anybody who follows the markets. I know Stu was saying when I when he originally sent these to go, this one's spooky, but it's duh, because yes, you know, I think the global energy markets will not perform terribly well. And Stu will dive into what S&P is saying about that. Um, next up, climate act reality strikes as New York admits it needs gas. And it's just always good. We love a good um, climate hypocrisy story. So Stu will cover what's going on with our friends in New York. Our second favorite state behind California, behind California, yeah. so, Germany, uh, California, New York. Hey, the same thing. <laughs> Stu Kigel Rumi, I will cover what's going on in the oil and gas markets. We saw a crazy EIA draw around 14.6 million barrels. Oil prices were buoyed a little bit um, to 74.20, offset by the fact that the overall markets did not do well today. We saw a little late rally um, throughout the day, but, but, but really it was some overall softness, specifically around the debt ceiling. And then we did see a little bit of a a very small divestiture from Exxon um, uh, in Williston. They go ahead and sell to Core Cord Energy for uh, three hundred and seventy five million. I will cover all that and a bag of chips, guys. But first, check us out online, world's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com. It's where all the stories we are about to cover come from. I promise you, you will stay up to speed if you check that link every day. Hit it. If I was on YouTube, I would say smash that like button, but we're not. Well, we are on YouTube, but I'm not a YouTuber. So uh, don't. If I was 16, I'd say smash that like button, but don't. But seriously, Stu does a great job of curating the website, making sure it's up to speed with everything that you need to stay on the energy news. There's so much that happens, guys. It's all over the place. Dashboard.energynewsbeat.com, the best place for your energy and data news combo. We're working on building that tool out slow and steady. It's going to go behind a paywall uh, at some point, guys. So get it while you still can. Where do you want to start things off, Stu? Lots, lots to talk about. Let's go ahead and start out with some climate protesters. You gotta oh, this love it, this is one of the crazier stories that have <laughs> uh, has come our way in a while. Okay, climate protesters dragged away from Shell shareholder meeting go to hell. 
Uh, I'm sorry. This one had a video with it out of the New York Post, but I just left it out of the story because uh, we're going to have our um, Mrs. Producer, uh, you know, fly in the pictures because they're just as funny as the video. Michael, Shell Chairman Andrew McKenzie could not start the meeting for more than an hour as dozens of protesters stood up, chanting and saying, shut down Shell, go to hell, Shell. <laughs> Hey, it's catchy, at least. It is. Hey, dude, 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 dude. Okay, let's take a look at the first one. The first guy coming across that uh, Mrs. Producer is going to bring up is a guy laying there looking at the camera, and he's looking at it. Michael, everybody else looks like they're being held in terrorist. Uh, it does. You know, but they're, they're hostages. And then you look at this one guy going, I'm taking a nap. I mean, he's how do you be a protester like that? Then you take a look. Let's go slide down. Well, yeah, to- you've got like, and then you've got like Aladdin on the right. Like, just looks like he's he's took one too many edibles and is just chilling out. Like, oh, oh I'm yeah. here at Shell. Oh, I didn't know this is what we were doing today. They oh no, said, I wonder- they just said get in the van, so I'm yeah, here. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm wondering how much they got paid. A banana, a cookie. I, I'm not sure. And, and then when you go to uh, the next picture, um, this lady looks like. She's related to a donkey, I think. I don't want to get in trouble. Shut down Shell, and she's... Can you tell if she's neighing or whinnying or... (laughs) I think it's neighing. I think that's the correct term. Okay. And then let's go to the next guy. He is being hauled out. He looks like just absolutely a hoot. Michael, what do you think this guy looks like he did? He did something really bad. This guy, I bet, is a... This guy's just a pain in real life, I bet. Like to get to the point where you're going to get, I mean, it's just that's bad. That's bad. He is I mean, for I, our I, podcast I, listeners. He is uh, being pulled. They've out. got him by his, nice. both his legs and his arms. He's literally on all fours. They're carrying him out. Oh yeah, and none of these guys that are bouncing him are lightweights. But yeah, the and taller he, guy in the back is smiling a little bit. He knows what's going on. He's like, oh, this dude's insane. Yeah, he knows this picture is going viral. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a, he's you know exactly what he's thinking. I'm going to be on Energy Newsbeat later. Oh, yeah. Hey, if you're listening, Mr. Big Guy in the background, we want to interview you as you were tossing them out. Yeah, so I'm sure. And then the, la- the let's go to the next one here and then we'll get to the real meat of the story. Miss Producer, can you haul in that one lady? And this one was a lot different. She's in the in the room itself. Uh, there is a gentleman and she's got her dress down and I mean, they, they're picking her up and she's looking like she really could go to the bathroom. I'm sorry for saying that, but doesn't it look like she's a kid that is going, I've got to go to the bathroom and her dad is talking to her right there. And he's like, if you don't, I guarantee you, he bought her one too many candy canes at the grocery store <laughs> and she's throwing a temper tantrum. Okay. Oh, I don't know what, I don't know what's worse. That or the one below it where it's the old lady who refuses to get up. Oh yeah. And she's screaming. I mean, like, this is absolutely a hoot. And um, yeah, I mean, you just got to love it. Now, here's some things that are in here. This is entertainment. Why were they protesting? So that was funny. But why were they protesting? um, The activists, including members from Greenpeace, Extinction Rebellion, say Shell and other fossil fuel firms are making record profits at the cost of the environment. Nobody bothers to tell anybody two things, Michael. 
record losses that it takes to get to this point of record profits. And Michael, do you think any of those protesters had cell phones? Yeah, they were all probably tweeting about it from there. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? You got to have oil to get a cell phone. Hello. Hello, McFly. McFly. Hello. All right. I mean, you got to have oil in order to get normal society. They're missing the point. Let's have a talk about how to get to carbon net zero in the fastest, most efficient way. But that's for a whole nother story. Anyway, I got really pickled at this. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you're going to start seeing a lot more of this. I'm surprised, it's, um, you know, it's, right now it's in the UK. It makes sense, but it, it's only a matter of time before it's Chevron. They're going to be doing sit in at Chevron. I mean, this is this well, is it, coming to America. As soon as Soros gets a good idea, he's going to be paying some people to do it. So let's go to the next one here, Michael. OK, Beijing and Washington are battling over Africa's green future. This one chaps my chicken. I am really not too pleased with how the West has been really trying to take advantage of Africa. Um, They try to go out and Africa is home, Michael. You and I both know how much critical minerals are there. And three renewable energy players, Conjunctive from Germany, Infinity from Egypt, and Mazdar from the United Arab Emirates sign an agreement with uh, Martanga's government to develop a colossal green hydrogen project in the country worth a staggering $34 billion. This ambitious project aims to produce up to 8 million tons of green hydrogen a year. Okay, do you know what you could do with $34 billion of natural gas infrastructure? You, I mean, you could do so much more. I mean, I think that's the unfortunate part is a lot of that this is money. the unfortunate part. Let's get them some electricity and then let's go to the next What You know, let's take them in a step. I understand. Let's get there. But we're abusing their land. Now, why don't we work out an arrangement on this? Uh, let's say we take some of your critical minerals at a fee, at a higher rate. Let's let them make a lot of money. Let's make sure that they're not hiring kids, yep. abusing kids. And then let's let them buy at cost or whatever, but let's treat them with respect. This is treating them unmercifully wrong, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, as always, Africa is going to get, get is going to take it in the drive through. They've done it for centuries now. They've taken it in the drive through in more ways than one. They're going to continue to take it in the drive through on this one. And unfortunately, it should be U.S. policy to make sure that doesn't happen. But unfortunately, we're about to be the center of it. Oh, I it's just it makes me air sick. And um, oh, the the African uh, reporter I absolutely love. If you ever listen to the show, Twitter, I'll get his name and put it in the show notes. He's always welcome on here so we could talk about Africa and energy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What's next? OK, let's go to Climate Act really strikes as New York admits it needs gas. Michael, I'm so proud of you. In the beginning of this um, show, you said, you know, energy hypocrisy is is real. Uh, It is the net suddenly in order to implement the Climate Leadership and Community Protection Act, the Climate Act, net zero transition, the integration analysis, the New York superintendent systems operator and the New York State 
State Reliability Council all agree that a new resource that has all the characteristics of a natural gas-fired turbine, but no emissions is needed. The New York Public Service Commission has initiated a process to identify technologies that can close the gap between the capabilities of renewable energies and future systems. You know what that is? That's natural gas. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, you got to read down here. I mean, read down here. They specifically talk about the dispatchable part of why they need to, they need this. They specifically say the New York, you know, they they all agree that a new resource provides all of the services of an existing natural gas fire generating use without the emissions is needed. Right. But if you go in and electrify everything possible and power the electric grid with zero emissions generating resources by 2040, if you pulled all the resources or carbon capture or all that other kind of stuff, yay, do it on natural gas. That's cheaper than putting in wind, uh, wind farms, uh, solar panels, killing kids. You know, it, it's a lot cheaper to do it that way. I mean, when New York starts telling me we need natural gas, like believe, like believe them. Oh yeah. But this is going to go in uh, one climate activist's ear and out another. Yeah, okay. no kidding. Oh, t- and then they're, gonna, then they're going to be uh, at the next Shell meeting. Okay, now, yeah, I, that's it for me, man. That was a great, great show today. Yeah, um, we'll wrap it up fairly quickly, guys. Um, oil trades up to 72, or excuse me, 74.22. That's up about quarter, uh, about, about a full percentage point, maybe about uh, three quarters of a percentage point on the aggregate, mainly due to a few things. I mean, obviously, we saw the overall global markets um, down heavy during the morning trading session, do rally a little bit in the afternoon, but things ended about three quarters of a percentage point down. Uh, the dollar did, or the dollar did finish up, which is interesting. Why? Why does oil finish up when we saw fourteen point six million barrel draw from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve? You can check that out. Dashboard.energynewsbeat.com. You see that right there um, on the homepage. There, and one of the larger draws and very unexpected. We saw the EP, the the EIA or the API come out and on Tuesday and said it was going to be somewhere in the six to seven range, fourteen point six, huge enough to really kind of stabilize markets. You know, with, with with all of what's going on globally, we just kind of talked about you know default. You know why defaulting on our debt is going to be absolutely terrible on the global energy markets. You know, we, we we will continue to cover all of that. Really, the only other thing I think that happened that was interesting was Cord Energy. They went ahead and uh, acquired a deal um, in the Williston Basin owned by Exxon for about $375 million. Um, it's about uh, 62,000 acres. 70% of that acreage is undeveloped. So to give you an idea, here's my favorite thing. Going back to locations, Stu. Upon closure of the transaction, the Houston city-based exploration production company would have 123 net 10,000-foot equivalent locations. What are those? What are those locations? How do they classify those? I'm going to tell you. That's what I'm interested in. How do they classify them? Let's go pull up the press release. Let's pull up the press release. Did did, did they did they throw a number out in the press release? Here we go. Court Energy announces. Give me the, get the dirt, Michael. Go, Michael. Go, Michael. Nah, they don't really have anything interesting. Tier one. Okay, no, they go these low cost tier one assets. So all one of all 123 of these 10,000 foot locations, okay, oh, are tier it, one. Is that a, is that an IR tier one? An IR man of I don't know. Uh, guy of the week. I don't know. I don't know where this acreage is. I'd have to look, but I'll go out on a limb and say they're not all tier one. Now who knows? We'll see. Um, we'll see. 
It is 100% held by production, which is helpful. So you don't have to really drill these. You can keep rolling these into, oh, look, we've got locations. Let's just roll it in. But we'll see. Um, even Sandy's choking up a long back there thinking about those locations. Um, I mean, I'm with you, Sandy. It's it's horrible. So um, she's yakking up a bone. Yeah, no kidding. You know, oh, she's just what is our what's that from? Uh, uh, what's that movie? Christmas, uh, vacation. Christmas vacation. Oh, he's just hacking up a bone. <laughs> is what it is. You got anything else, Stu? It's our last show for the week. We got a weekly recap tomorrow. What should people be scared about going into the weekend? Um, the missing uh, tons of, uh, of ammonium, ammonium nitrate. Yes, the ammonium. We're still on that. I, okay. I, I did a calculation. That is eighteen Oklahoma City bombings of fertilizer that is missing. Yeah, that's scary. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Woo. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, all uh, right. Hey, well, we, have a great one, Michael. Great job today. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys. We will see you on Monday. Um, have a great weekend. Enjoy the weekly recap tomorrow, and uh, stay strong out there. We'll see you Monday.